Healthcare for the working poor. Is it possible? Can a big city afford it? Both San Francisco and an astonishing woman with an unusual name say yes and yes. You're listening to Reach MDXM 157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and with us today is Tangerine Brigham, Deputy Director of Health with the San Francisco Department of Public Health and Director of Healthy San Francisco. Welcome, Tangerine. Thank you. Hello, Michael. Well, first, would you tell us a little bit about yourself, your story, and what got you to focus your life on health care and housing issues? Sure. I'm initially from Southern California, moved up to the San Francisco Bay Area for graduate school, and have always been interested in issues related to underserved populations, be it either in social services or in housing or uh, in health. I actually grew up in the foster care system and actually was a Medi-Cal recipient for uh, most of my life, so I certainly understand um, issues in terms of access or lack thereof, and so have tried to, as much as possible, ensure that my work career has focused on trying to correct some of the discrepancies that I have seen uh, not only from a personal perspective, but certainly my professional life trying to help people in the city and county of San Francisco. Cool. Now, before we get really serious here, I have to ask the question about your name. Everybody does, I know, and then I have to know about Tangerine Twist Barbie. Ah, my goodness, you've been doing your investigation, haven't you, Michael? Absolutely. I am named after the song. Uh, most people's parents, or perhaps now grandparents, know the song. It was written by Johnny Mercer and Victor Schweitzinger for a musical, The Fleet Sin. It was made popular by Jimmy Dorsey. Helen O'Connell sang it in 1940. My father really liked the song, and in the early 60s, Herb Alpert did a jazz rendition of it on his Whipped Cream and Other Lights uh, album, and that's how I got the name. Awesome, and you have a lot of tangerine things in your office. I do, I do. I collect them. Including the tangerine twist Barbie, right? I have, yeah. She's an African-American tangerine twist Barbie. Limited edition. We'll change gears here for a second. Sure. Tell us about Healthy San Francisco. From what I've read about your program, it's not insurance, but gives the under or uninsured a medical home. Can you define that and tell us about the program? Sure. A medical home is something that I think all of us want. It's an opportunity to have a relationship with a provider that focuses on primary care, focuses on preventative care, reduces that person's tendency to go to the emergency room or the urgent care, can facilitate access to specialty services, diagnostic services, or the like. And many individuals who are uninsured and some who, quite frankly, are insured lack a usual source of care, and that's what a primary care medical home does. It provides a usual source of care for individuals and is really the backbone of Healthy San Francisco. Well, that sounds interesting because actually it sounds the way the healthcare system should be run that focuses on preventative care, not just waiting until you get sick. Exactly, exactly. So who's eligible for this program and who isn't? Sure. Healthy San Francisco is designed for individuals who are first San Francisco residents, and that does not uh, mean U.S. immigration status. It just means San Francisco residency. An adult, 18 to 64 years of age, individuals who are uninsured, So it does not cover people who may be underinsured. That is certainly an area in which people are very subjective in terms of what constitutes underinsurance. The individual has to apply for and be found ineligible for public health insurance before they're eligible for Healthy San Francisco. And in terms of income, it's individuals at all income levels, but we are hearing our eligibility into the program. So 
currently individuals who have incomes at or below 300% of the federal poverty level. Which is about what? Give us, give us a number. Sure. For one person, 300% of the federal poverty level is anywhere between thirty-one dollars and $32,000 a year. When you go through the process, how does it start? I've seen it on the website. Do people access it through the web? How are they, how are they finding out about this? Well, San Francisco is fortunate in that we have a citywide 311 system, which works 24 hours a day, multiple languages, so people can call 311, and they can find out how to enroll. You can enroll at 27 different medical homes throughout the city. In addition, we have one large eligibility enrollment clinic, or other site, at San Francisco General Hospital. So what generally happens is someone can go into one of the clinics. It's a web-based eligibility enrollment system. An individual has to bring in information documenting their San Francisco residency, their identity, their income, assets, and the like. We will put that information into our web-based system. And before that person leaves, they'll know if they're either eligible for Medi-Cal, which is the state's Medicaid program, or if they're eligible for another program or Healthy San Francisco. If they're eligible for Healthy San Francisco and they brought all the information, they're enrolled that day. Uh, they can start receiving services that day. Later, they will receive, within a two-week period, a identification card that shows that they are a Healthy San Francisco participant, their unique identifier number, the medical home that they suggested or that they selected to participate in. It has our, the number for 24-hour behavioral health, our mental health and substance abuse services. They'll also receive a participant handbook that you know, goes through exhaustive uh, information on how the program works, what services are available, what services are uh, excluded from the program, and more importantly, it has the customer service uh, line so that if anyone has a concern, they want any replacement materials, they have a complaint, they know where to call. Wow. If you just joined us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and I'm speaking with Tangerine Brigham, Director of Healthy San Francisco, a program to bring basic health care to the uninsured of that city, and it seems to be working. So, Tangerine, are there any limits um, on the medical homes that they only take so many people, or could one get overwhelmed by a, a huge number of people joining up at that home? I think capacity is a, a very important question, um, and we are looking at capacity fully, and we have two ways of tracking it. The first is that Every two weeks, we survey our medical homes and we ask them, are you open or closed to new patients? And being open means that you have the ability to select a new patient and give them their first clinical appointment within 60 days. If you are not able to do that, then you go on a closed status. And we've done that to make sure that we don't overwhelm our clinics. We don't want people coming into a healthy San Francisco having selected a medical home only to find out that that medical home cannot provide them with access to care in a timely manner. So we monitor our capacity that way. Secondly, we actually, as part of the eligibility process, ask individuals, have they ever been to a clinic within a certain period of time? And the reason why we ask that question is to determine how many individuals who are going to Healthy San Francisco are new versus existing patients. That's important to know in terms of capacity. And so we monitor it in both of those ways. Currently, of the 20,000 people who are enrolled in Healthy San Francisco, about 12% are new patients into the system, and the remaining 88% are existing patients. So we monitor looking at the new patients coming in and also monitoring based on getting uh, the survey from our actual medical homes twice a month. Now, who are your providers? From, from the website, I've gone through it, 
it appears that a lot of public health clinics are involved. Are there any private doctors participating? Oh, absolutely. We have 27, as I said, medical homes. Of those 27, 14 are public clinics, and 13 are nonprofit clinics, federally qualified health centers, community-based health centers that serve a uninsured and low-income population currently. And we hope to be expanding the network within the next uh, two to three months to include other providers. But we were very clear in developing the provider network. We know that there are nonprofit providers that serve the uninsured, and we wanted to ensure that they were in the network and that the network was not defined solely as a public sector system, because it's not. We know that uh, individuals use community-based providers, and we wanted them in our system. Well, can a private doctor enroll and, and participate? Currently, we don't have private physicians. They are sort of health centers, and so, but we are looking at other health systems that do provide the full gamut of primary care, specialty, inpatient to participate. But currently, we do not just have uh, private MDs in the system. All right. But for specialty care, do you have enough specialists around to take care of these people? We uh, actually rely, uh, some of our community clinics have specialists, and they provide specialty clinics to healthy San Francisco participants. And then uh, through San Francisco General Hospital, which is the uh, hospital under Healthy San Francisco, we have a specialist on staff there. And San Francisco General Hospital has had a long-term relationship with UCSF Medical Center, which is where many of our specialists come from. Well, what I'm trying to get at, could a private practitioner like me who wants to help and wants to participate contact you and maybe work through one of these clinics and volunteer or... Well, you could possibly work through one of the clinics and volunteer, and of course you'd have to go through the credentialing for that clinic uh, and the like. But we don't have individual contracts with individual providers. We actually have them with delivery systems. So you certainly could, if you wanted to, as a physician who wanted to volunteer, connect with one of those clinics, choose to volunteer, and then be a provider in the system, but through that clinic. Are the clinics reimbursed per capita, or are they reimbursed just a certain amount of money to participate in the program? It's a grant, and the grant allows them to participate in the program, and they can use those grant funds in a variety of ways to supplement doing eligibility and enrollment in the program or for clinical services or the like. So it's, it's a grant. All right. So tell me, how's the program doing? We believe that it is doing well. We have enrolled, as I said before, a little over 20,000 people into the program. There are an estimated 73,000 uninsured adults in San Francisco. We recognize that uh, we might not enroll all 73,000 because, number one, it's a voluntary program, and number two, there are a lot of people who, for various reasons, might not be interested in a health access program. They might be young and think they're invincible or, for a variety of reasons, decide to only use care when they need it, and you know you never hear from them again in the delivery system. You've just lost 9,000 people, by the way. Your website says there's 82,000 people, so 9,000 people have moved out of the city. Those figures, both the 82,000 and the 73,000, are based on statewide data. It's done out of UCLA, and the 82,000 figure was based on a 2003 survey that UCLA's Center for Health Policy Studies had done. Early last year, or I believe it was, the 2005 data was released, which showed that in 2005, the number of uninsured had decreased to 73,000. So that's the latest figure. These are, in fact, estimates. And one of the things that I think is valuable about the Healthy San Francisco program is that as part of our web-based eligibility enrollment, for the first time, everyone will get a unique identifier number. 
So we actually will be able to get a full, accurate count of the number of uninsured people. It's still a huge number, even for a city the size of San Francisco. There are about 800,000 people in San Francisco, so 73,000 is a little less than uh, 10%, but it's not as though it's an insignificant number, absolutely. But as I said, we've enrolled 20,000 to date, and so we've enrolled more than quarter, 25% of the 73,000. Thank you. I think you're doing better than good. I think you're doing amazing. Tangerine, thanks for being our guest today and talking to us about the Healthy San Francisco program. Absolutely. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM157, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMDXM is here for you, the health professionals who care for your patients. Visit us and register at our completely new and improved website, ReachMD.com, where you'll find our entire program library, including this show. When you register on the website, you can use the promo code word RADIO to receive six months of free podcasts on your computer. And we thank you for listening.